technical coordination. You got 15 to 20 minutes of absolute strength. We got 10 to 12 minutes of hypertrophy work. We got five minutes of abs. Then you go on the back and you do 10 minutes of mobility before you go home. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Garage Strength Podcast. I'm here with four-time co-author, world champion of the year, and the king of the PA Press. Yeah, I got my crown on today. Earl Earl Kunkel. He's got his Iron Pigs. What were they called that night? The Koki. The Koki. Yeah, Koki. Earl, what have you been doing lately in your lifting? In my lifting? Yeah. Oh, I went on a tear this weekend. Now, should I work my way back to the actual impressive stuff and start with the not-so-impressive stuff? Or should I, like... Just give us the impressive right away. All right, so Friday night... Well, my Friday is, like, my impulse day. Yeah. Single leg squatted 140 for a triple on each leg. Now, I showed it to you, and you said, oh, that's big... I'm 40, remember, too. I'm not like a yeah. young kid. I was like, yeah, if I was a high school a senior in high school. Which but is I, funny because I literally just said to Sean downstairs, like he just hit 255, 265. I was like, yo, Sean, we got to try and get you to three plates by track season. Yeah. So, yes. I mean, also, he's a good athlete. So Yeah. I was an okay athlete at yeah. one point in my life. And then the following day, I went and did yoga in the morning. I meant not that you're a bad athlete. I yeah. meant the, the, I, I know. the comparison to the high school senior. Yeah. I went and um, did yoga. Yeah. And I do then like a cardio piece, like a high-intensity type of cardio. Like I basically sprinted on an assault bike and sprinted on a rower for a minute. Okay. Like did that like eight times and would like go like three minutes of just like easy peasy. Immediately after that, I went and deadlifted, and I maxed out my deadlift, and I hit 243, 243 kilos, which is, like, the most I've ever 535. pulled. 535? Yeah. And I, I think I, I want to hit, like, 550 and then just stop deadlifting for a while. So what do you what do you think that that strength in the deadlift, what do you, what would you, what two things could be related to that? Um, hands down, it's the single leg squats. My posterior is just stronger it just fires more right my glutes my hammies and i've been pairing that actually with a razor curl like as this yeah my yeah. accessory movement yeah. that yeah. day this go around so like <clears throat> which i don't know i think it's the way i respond i respond better to like hard lifts the day before i actually do the movement that yeah, like yeah. Yep. hammers that stuff i like i'm not someone like if you put me in a recovery thing i don't come out firing like I can show yeah, you up. You might feel sluggish. Yeah, yeah, I show up better like four days in. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the same thing with sports. Like I don't come out on fire like first quarter, but third and fourth I'm operating probably just a hair faster. Yeah. And by that time, most other people are fatiguing, so it comes across even. Yeah, more pronounced. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not like a good like go 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 like a wrestler type scramble thing. Yeah. But you give me my minute, then you can go. Yeah, like yeah. I can make it happen. Um, I was sort of the opposite. Did that and then. Sunday, so yoga, pull heavy deadlift. Sunday, I do some upper body stuff, but it wasn't like it's hypertrophy day, so I'm not pushing anything. But in the morning, I got a Concept Two bike recently, like, and I was holding. I don't know. It was my first time using one. I held. I was able to hold like 82 cals for a five minute go. Yeah. So like, I was doing like 14 minute intervals, and I was getting like 240 cals, and then I'd go row for the same amount of time. Okay. And I built the rest time in. To basically switch from implement to back. implement. Yeah. Ended up doing like 1385 so calories. you have a Concept 2 rower too? Yeah. Okay. That thing's mad old. Oh, yeah. It's still wonderful. I like. We're not sponsored, but their products are. I was just going to say, dude, I got a Concept 2 rower off of Mike McKenna in 2011, 2012. Yeah. And I spent 400 bucks on it. And it's still downstairs getting ruined every day and it's and still it works fine yeah, it's, it's like perfect oh, let's just replace the battery yeah. dude we don't even maintain like every once in a while i like jake would take it apart and like fix some stuff they're f- it's phenomenal yeah, they're, they're like yeah um and then <clears throat> just yesterday then i was i've been doing six by six back squat and i ramped the six i hit 171 that's heavy yeah i tasted metal and i was like yeah 
I have to know why this happened. Like, it's not the first time it's happened to me, but it's the first time it's happened in a while. And apparently, like, your blood pressure gets so high, your lungs will, like, push the, the iron in your blood out or something like that. Holy shit. Whatever I read on it. And, like, it will come up into your, like. Bef- probably before you're about to get another Yeah, as you're, like, breathing and stuff. Yeah. And there's other ways that. I was just reading the internet. I'm sure there's way yeah. more science behind it. But still, that was, I was, like, it tasted like metal. Maybe I have, like. Why are you so, why are you lifting so hard right now? Um, So, I started, I don't know why. I just. You're I, in it. I'm in it. I have is it. Is your brother lifting with you? Is my brother is lifting with me. Now, my brother, like, he was, I'd say, like, he likes, he was, like, a, a bigger kid. Yeah. Like, he's not much taller than me, but he was always just heavier than me, just thicker. Um, yeah. His legs. Husky, husky. Yeah. And he has, like, tree trunks for legs. Like, I have deer legs, like, yeah. where he's the exact opposite, like, massive calves, like, how his thighs were bigger but then like you know 20 to 30 like he started running and yeah. like he is not built to run like you look at him like it's just not who he is yeah um so i always make fun of him i'm like yeah your calves are bigger than your quads same thing i say to you like <laughs> yeah. um and he recently he's like i need to change something so he like i was like come lift with me so he started lifting with me and like he's doing well like he's like yeah i feel slimmer i lost he lost like eight pounds oh shit that's or something good. like that and he just but he's like also too like i i like more what's coming back at me like yeah. he's not going yeah. out like doing a bodybuilding no but he con- just feels yeah. better and then um i have a, a relative who asked he's like hey can my kids come work out you know what you're doing i was like yeah sure send them over like and he wrestles, so I've been programming essentially for myself around like wrestling, because yeah. the only one who's an athlete is the wrestler. And he's uh, what is he? He's like 160 pounds. Okay. Kid, he's um has a double bot, double weight back squat. All right, oh, like that's good. Yeah, we got to that. He was close. Bench press 245. Yeah, that's solid. Um, and he single leg squatted the same for an unbroken set of three and it was like boop 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 and it's like you may have more in you yeah um i just the one thing i i goof with them on all the time is uh i had him safety squat bar the one time and he gets killed drunk it just like pulled forward and uh my brother jokes with him he's like you're never gonna get pinned in a cradle because <laughs> <laughs> like he just gets bent like that and yeah. can still stand it up uh yeah. So. Oh wait. So he can he he handles the safety squat bar, but he doesn't like he gets turtled oh, okay. like accordion looking type of thing. It is funny, you know, when you say that the safety squat bar could be a, a good movement for just bridging. Yeah, because you're gonna be a little bit more upright. So, um, in yoga, one of the last poses they do in the practice I do is a wheel. Yeah. So it's essentially like a bridge, just not on your head, like you're on your hands. Yeah. yeah. I remember this one guy who I used to go do yoga with who was like the instructor the like head yogi his name was like kevin roth he would do that wheel and it it's i don't think i can do it i haven't tried it but he could hold the one leg down and kick his other leg like straight up and still hold that yeah and keep like alternating back and forth and you want to talk about like anterior sequence like through the quad through the abs yeah like it was unreal it's funny you say that because link or sanderson just basically has been able to to execute a back double over uh-huh like kicking his legs backwards over his, and, and do, doing that because he can dude you'll see him doing backflips and front flips on the trampoline oh wow it's wild but now he does a back double over and he holds the hands or the holds that position does a double over and the first day he got it where he was trying to get it really consistently he kept saying my legs and he's like touching his legs he yeah. has no idea what to call the quads he's like my legs are it feels weird. There's something wrong with them. It's like, no, no, that's like you actually doing work, dude. <laughs> yeah, your body's learning how to engage the muscles that yeah. make this happen. Right. That's so impressive, too. So, what do you think? What do you think with with training your? Is it your nephew or cousin's um, it's kid? Distant or like second, relative. To, yeah. What do you think in training him? What was the most important thing early on? Consistency getting him to show up okay especially because he was uh he was 15 going on 16 so him first having to take responsibility before he was 16 to arrange someone to get him there and someone he could rely on too um mainly because like 
his dad's in the military. Okay. All right. Like, okay. and his dad is like, he's been making his way up. Like, but he could essentially retire. Where's but he, he stationed? Then? He's in Korea now. Oh shit. So he's, yeah, but he keeps getting promoted. Okay. Well, his kids are here, Yeah, yeah. but he's over there. Okay. Um, so keeps having that stuff. So it was like, Hey, I'm asking a favor for you. You have to hold up your end to like show up for me type of thing. Right. Right. Like, Hey, I'm getting this for you. You want this type of stuff. Yeah. So that was the first thing. Like, Hey, I need you to show up consistently. Yeah. Um, and then when he turned 16, it was, he had the car. It was like, yo, you need to make sure you have gas or a car to get here. Like, cause I, I tell him the day before, like, this is when I'm available. Cause you know, I'm working, I'm working here too. Like, yeah, you're doing a I lot. got my kids, like my schedule is organized and it's like, Hey, you don't hit this time frame, this window. Like I'm not waiting up. Right. Um, once he started coming, then the next thing was, uh, it was all around sort of understanding and recording what he was doing. He wasn't writing down his stuff. Now, thankfully, like I can kind of remember what a kid does day to day. Yeah. 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 But like, I'd be like, yo, you should be around this weight or like, you'd be governing him, like tell him, put this on, put that on. And it's like, what's your best? And it's like, I don't know. I'm like, how are you going to ever remember what you're capable of doing? Like, if I'm not here being your memory reserve, like you have no idea. I'm like, what happens when you go to like, you start wrestling and you can't make it here all the time. Like, Mm -hmm. what are you going to tell that coach when you're training? Like what weight you should have on there? You don't even know. Yeah. Especially too, like, all right, we auto regulate type of thing and, or I'll see like go heavier. I'm like, what are you going to do when they tell you a percentage? And next thing you know, like you're putting a 110% on because you're clueless. Yeah, and you take a back squat out to yeah. do for five reps and you're like, wow, this feels really heavy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and that can happen too. Um, next thing too, loading the, the barbell. Um, it's a unreal how like spacey kids can be. Yep. With like, yo, put this weight on. And it or like working with other people who have like things to do or places to be to make sure the weight gets on. Like you have a kid, like, all right, he's sixteen, but imagine he's twelve. So that was interesting when Ferris was here. Yeah. Ferris loaded the bar and saw how I loaded it. And and this is different. I I feel like you're going down the route of like Somebody loads like one side has a twenty five on the other side has a thirty five. Or, or they forget, forget to put the plate on. Yeah, or, or some, take. Sometimes some, what pisses me off in the weightlifting room is when they put a green from a work sand set here and then a green from a bulldog set here, and I'm like, I, I get it's both green. Put the same brand on. It's like putting a Nike in and an Asics. Yeah, Nobody's yeah, no. wearing those two different shoes. I got that same so OCD with that. What what Ferris <laughs> did was he saw me load the first plate. Uh, or he saw me load the bar and then he grabs the 45 and then I put the the plate. I like, I've always, you know, my dad from day one was like, put the 45 facing in the numbers in uh-huh. and he had it out. And then he happened to see how I loaded it, which I thought was interesting because he loaded it with the numbers out and then looked at my side and then went back and changed it. Whereas a high school kid. No, they're not making never, that observation yeah, or, or and that like, perception. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. No. Not compared to the 25 and the 35 or the 25 and no 25. Yeah. But even for me, I think that stuff should be, those details matter Like yeah. when you're tra- training somebody. And as a trainer too, like you may take that for advantage. Like something yes. you think is so like automatic yep. or routine, routine, like loading a barbell or being perceptive of how the barbell's loaded. Mm-hmm. Like a new kid coming in, no matter what their age is, and especially if they're younger, like they don't have that skill set developed. Yeah, they've never been exposed. Yeah. You have to teach it and you have to like you have to correct it and observe it too. Like Yep. So there was a few times too, like speaking of like the bar was misloaded and like you know, shame on me too at times, like going and like Have you ever yelled up. at them? Like have you gotten like Oh yeah, no, I yell with it. And not like have me. you ever like been like pissed at him? Well, the one time because like, you, dude, what what are you doing? It's like you take off a certain amount of weight. Um, to go I want to see this. I want to see the situation yeah. where where you get mad. Like your dad comes out of you. Oh yeah, <laughs> no. I basically went to squat, went to stand up, and the one side like flies up. Oh, so happened to you? Yeah, another one's there, and I'm like pissed. But then at the same time, it's like you should have right, checked. Yeah, new yeah, rule. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, everyone, you're responsible yeah. to check because like I just. Here I am relying on you, yep. and I can't do that. Where the kid, though, 
the kid needs to be able to rely on the coach. Yeah. Like if I was the one loading fair, it, fair, like yeah. that's on me. But me as the like the, adult the sage, if the, you will, yeah. like I can't blame it on them. That's on me. Then yeah, too. you're the in in this case, you're the guide. So like if I'm downstairs training like a, a kid and I'm saying load the weight this way, I have to make sure it's loaded right. 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 Um, that's the other thing too. Like uh, he has a younger brother that will come. His younger brother's playing football, so he's not there as often. Like okay. he shows up like one day a week. Um, just cause like practice schedule does not align with when I'm working out. Like it's not happening. Um, but the, he can get sp like completely spacey. How like, old is he? Uh, he's a freshman in high school. So 14, 15 at the oldest. And do you think he's capable of staying focused? Or do you think he, maybe he's like got ADD or ADHD? I don't think it's any of that. I, I think if I, I'm only asking you this because you are a teacher, yeah. like you work in. Yeah, nah, he's he's into like MMA, like he wants to box, he wants yeah. to like grapple and stuff like that. So he's always like shadow boxing, like constantly. And I'm just like, yo, can you focus on this right now? Can you like direct your attention here instead of that? So like, for instance, if you're in a group, it, it's almost like he'd want to socialize around that or like goof around within that aspect and be doing shadow boxing yes until he gets his ass beat <laughs> yeah well, he's, he's actually, and he might be tough you know? yeah well i always joke i'm like you are so slow because he just like he moves i think he moves like a snail yeah. the younger one um but he's bigger like he's as tall as me as a freshman like i don't know if he's gonna grow anymore and he's all legs too like short torso all legs do you use anything along the lines of like when when he's lifting like I've always found this to be successful and I, it's not the best tactic I'll be the first to admit it <laughs> but when you've got wrestlers and you've got fighters attacking them a little bit can be challenging their ego and be like yo you want to box you can't even you get folded by so, 135 pounds exactly what are well, you doing the one time he started doing it with me and like he like faked out and I went back at him. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, well, I, I was just goofing. And then he like went and like put his hand on my neck, like to pull my head down. Yeah. So I was like, all right, here we um, go. Yeah. I basically I had a Russian high crotch. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Like I wrestled like in elementary school. Like yeah, my yeah. dad was a wrestler. My dad was a good okay. wrestler in yeah. high school too. Like he just, um, and I ended up just doing it. And like, I'm, I'm a grown man. Like yeah, you're a yeah, kid. Like yeah. you didn't stand a chance type of thing. Right. And I didn't do anything to hurt him or anything, but it was just like chill, no, buddy. Like know where chill. you're at. My dad used to do it to us as as a I know you're I know you guys are tough. You're 15, 17, but I'm still the dad. And I yeah. will beat your ass right now. And two, like, so just like little family history, like the cu the relative I'm like helping was like he was the bull like he was slightly older he was a little bit of a bull like bully within it but like it it was all love type of bully and stuff yeah, like yeah, he didn't yeah. put you down it was just yeah. like hey you're out there playing backyard football he'd be the one to like he, hit you a little harder than yeah, everyone else he's bringing it and like we broke great my cousin guy. we we broke my my <laughs> brothers so we have a cousin that she's the exact same age as my brother and i want to say it might have actually been me she ran across on an inn Caught the ball and she, dude, she swam at Rice. She was a freak athlete, tall. And dude, I just rocked her. By this time, I was probably like 15 and she was probably 17. And we, I, I'm pretty sure it was me who broke her nose. <laughs> but we always would talk about how we broke Cousin Kelly's nose at Thanksgiving. And, and it, that's, that was like our, yeah, our, our football, our family football. So I can relate to the bullying. And yeah. I think for me, it was like she was always so much smarter. It was like, now's my time. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I low-key have permission from, like, their dad, like, don't take anything yeah, yeah, from yeah, them. And yeah. It's not like I do stuff yeah, like, like that, but it's like, all right, you want to put... You can be hard on them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nah, but those were some of the things, like, I'm still learning, too, with it. You know, just that one-on-one, -on -one, like, how can you... T what's appropriate to talk to them? Like, when do they need more of a building up, too? Yeah. Because I started noticing, too... Um, the older one, the one who's wrestling, the one who's consistent driving there, sort of wanting to hit PRs. Yep. But also starting to notice, like, getting scared sometimes. Like, I don't want to say scared, like, 
I'm not going to do it. But you can see the anxiety manifest itself and almost the self-doubt the doubt. come on. Yeah, yeah, the doubt. And it being vocalized. And it's just like, yo, I'm telling you to put that on the bar because you can do it. I'm, yeah. There's nothing about it where it's like, yo, this is going to be a fail. And sometimes I'll be like, all right, we're going to stretch a little bit. Right. But like, you can do this, but I can't. I can't help you inside what's between your ears. I, I like I can't. I can tell you what to do, but you got to fix that in the long run. Like so, I wanted to ask you that because I, I think I've I've struggled on site since we moved to this location in 2017 to get a full comprehensive like system in place for the for the trainers in the back. To train at like, let's say 85 to 90% of what I would want if it was me. And I think that, you know, lately as I've been trying to work through the business, I actually think me thinking about the business has helped me think through how to help them. Like I've never taught them. I've never communicated like very clear things. I've tried to demonstrate how I run, you know, when the elite football guys are in or when the weightlifters or the wrestlers or whatever, or, or, uh, or the throwers. But I've never been able to come up with like standards and formulas to be like, you've got to do this and you've got to establish this. And I actually think I'm, I'm sort of jumping off of what you mentioned about your your nephew or your uh, relative yeah. taking those big attempts. I actually think that there's something to when a kid walks in the door and, and, and I like to think through like kid walks in the door the first time. And if every step along the way, they feel like we're going above and beyond to operate at our full capacity yeah. to get them the best result. Make them feel seen. Yeah, that that is much more likely to diminish the doubt and to to extinguish the doubt and to raise the confidence. Yeah. And I think that organization, communication, and, and specific protocols are a key to doing that. Yeah, like... Uh before we were filming this, I was down. You were coaching all the like elite weightlifters. Yeah. Um, Haley's there. You know, Junior's over there smashing 160. What did Ryan hit? 146. Six, yep. Yep. And, you know, they're all lifting. You're watching that. Some young kid comes in with his mom. He, at the oldest 12, I'll wager. Yeah, and like yeah. skinny kid, like starting a journey. You can yeah, see yeah, it. Like yeah. brand new. Like right. what's going on? And I'm just thinking, I was like, I could only imagine being that kid at that age, walking in that back room, how intimidating that must feel like. Right, right. Like, And you walk in and you're like, wait, everybody here is different from me. Yeah. Huge. And they're doing things I've never done. Why am I here? Right. Here at Garage Strength, we always preach the importance of nutrition and a healthy diet to create a strong, fueled athlete. That's why we're happy to work with today's sponsor, Range Meal Bars. Range Meal Bars can act as meal replacements if you're on the go or packing up for long hikes in the woods. Each range bar is barely bigger than a deck of cards, but packs 700 calories each. Oh my goodness. That's a lot of calories. Like, you could go trekking for minutes and a, not just A minutes, long like trek. Hours. hours. That could even get you through the desert. <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> Range bars use all natural, high quality ingredients like honey, molasses, nut butters, and chia. Not brown rice syrup and soy protein isolate like many of the other bars available and are certified gluten free. Being perfectly honest, we've been trying these for a few weeks now and our employees love them and are smashing them so much so that some of the employees eat them all when I come home and I can't try them. <laughs> That's accurate. We finished our first two boxes in a week. I didn't have any of them until the next round came in. And we had to keep them away, hidden in our closet for podcasting. Literally. Range Meal Bars is offering a killer 20% off deal for listeners of the Garage Strength Podcast. Just apply the discount code Garage Strength. That's a capital G and a capital S there at checkout. Thanks, Range, for sponsoring our podcast. Now, let's get back to the episode. Like... I can speak as an adult, like going in there, coming in here sometimes to lift and the throwers are lifting. Like it's intimidating. Yeah. Like, you're just like, I'll go in the back. Yeah. I'll be in the back room while let, you guys are doing this. Let me go hide. I'll go jump or something. Yeah, let me, yeah, let me yeah. do some hurdle hops. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go outside. But like, I'm also an adult and like can deal with that. A 12 year old, like 
so overwhelming. Right. And it's like, what is in place? Like, who do they see at that door? And yeah. like, they're like, hey, let me go introduce you to the trainers back there. Right. 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 You know, when you're saying like, kill the doubt, if you will, like minimize the doubt. All right. Hey, I'm going to introduce you. Here's Taman. Here's Legend. Here's right. DJ or whoever's yeah. back there, yeah. you know? So that was, that was my goal was I almost wanted to walk you through what I think we should be doing and get your feedback and also like pitch it to you through a couple different frameworks but sort of providing this background of like a lot of this is stuff that I want to use to train Izzy to train DJ to tra or not necessarily DJ DJ's pretty good but then to train Yeah DJ's been around probably the one person directly under you watching and like I think the thing that I don't that where I've failed as a leader is like DJ was coached by me up until, you know, I mean, really up until like 2018, 2019. Yeah. And worked for me since like 2013. And so it's like, he's always been in the system. He's always been around it and he has a good feel for it. And he's always worked with me too. Um, and I think that for me, the struggle has been, you know, Taman legend is he, you know, they've, they've never seen me in like that. Like they've seen me with the football guys, but it's still it's still a little bit different. And I think what I what I'm trying to do now is basically make it to a point where it's like, all right, there's gonna be sort of like ticks along the way, almost like a conveyor yeah. belt when somebody's walking in. So it doesn't just live in your head. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> this is what you have to hit on every single session and and with the kid with every single session. And I guess I don't know if it's best for me to like well, what type of kid is it, too? Because there's a difference between, like, that 12-year-old coming in for the first time, an adult coming in for the first time, or, like, we got them in, they've yeah. been here for three months, what goes on now, too? Okay, so I, I would compare the, the three-month kid and the new kid. And to me, it's like somebody and, – and so what I've been trying to do is I'm looking at it through this lens of, like, you have training, you have accountability, you have recovery. Okay. Those are essentially the three areas, okay, that that you have to dial in to be really good. So, my question is with the new kid, yep. first day, yep. even the 3-month kid, mm -hmm. is the accountability probably comes first, right? Um and I I think of accountability around are you here? How many days of the week are you here? How many days of the week can you be here? How many days of the week do you want to be here? So that would be Okay. Are you talking about accountability from the coach's perspective? Like, Both. Okay. So my goal would be, a kid. let's say a kid comes in to try it. Okay. One, he comes in to try it. I actually want him to fill out a survey before he comes in and just say, like, what are your goals? What do you want to do? And maybe we've got that survey at the front desk. We know that this kid's going to be coming in. When the kid comes so in. So it's almost like intake. Yeah. But not as cold as, like, an ER room. We yeah, don't yeah, yeah. Like they come in. Okay, we, you know, hey guys at the front desk, you know, you're little Johnny. Johnny, you, you know, you're going to be working with this trainer. I'm going to walk you to the back. You have the survey, you take it to the back. And this is where, you know, in the. Almost like a reception area. Yeah. So, well, then, and then it's like, okay, I was thinking through, we've got the, the, the training, we've got training, we've got accountability, we got recovery. That's the grand, the, the three areas of what you need to be successful. Then you, you mine down, and then it's like, okay, now we have the triple P framework where it's, and I and you got the plan that you have put together. You have the presentation, and then you have the power that you then get out of it that you're going to positively use to yeah. influence this kid to then reach his goals. And I think that that little Johnny kid, okay, you take him to the back, you introduce him. Hey, you know this is Legend. He's going to be responsible for your training session. Legend looks at the survey. He's prepared. He knows that you're coming in. And then you go back to the back. Okay, you know let's say he's let's say he's a, a football player. Hey, I just want you to, sh I'm going to show you something. You're going to get familiar with this over the next six months. There's the benchmarks are there. This uh -huh. kid's a football player. He tells you he wants to go play at Penn State. Okay, well, listen, I'm going to show you this, this chart. You're ne you've never seen this before, but these are the numbers that you're going to need to achieve that. And it's going to take you about four or five years to get there. But this is your first day, and now you're starting your journey. And so that's like part of the plan. That's part of like the presentation to this individual. Do you want that day one? Or do you... That that so that's where I'm sort of like are you 
Because part of me is like, is that overwhelming? It could be. That's where it's like, like, or is it better for the kid to just come in? Because if you say that's going to take four or five years, 12-year-old kid might be like, I'm out. That's a fair. You know what I mean? Like, that's a third of their life at that. It's a, a big chunk where like. You know, so so part of my discussion or internal dialogue is like, is that a communicative a communicative aspect that is dished to the parents? Then the kid comes in the back, and instead of maybe showing him that chart, it's let's review your goals while you're teaching them how to warm up. And it's like, look, this is how we set up the the training session. We go through a training session. You're going to do seven minutes of a warm up. So right now you're coming in. It's four o'clock. Johnny, you know, these are your goals that we need you to get to. Now we're going to do a warm up and they teach them, coach them through that warm up. They know it's a seven minute warm up. Uh-huh. And that's part of that framework. Then now you go from, you got the plan. You're saying, we're going to do seven minutes of warm ups. Then we're going to do another lift. We're doing another lift, another lift. Don't worry about it. You don't have to remember. You don't have to memorize that. That's how the workout's going to go. But while you're on those kids, that kid, you're establishing, they understand the plan they understand the presentation where you're at when you're presenting to them. That's mm-hmm. going to be in warm up, And they also understand the power that you're now establishing around yeah, like the structure, your authority the within it. Like, yeah. Hey, and trust that me, believe me. Yeah. And that you're there for their best interest. Yeah. Um, to your internal dialogue, like, do you show that to the parent or the kid? Um, like playing, I don't even want to say devil's act worst case scenario. Yeah kid gets overwhelmed doesn't, doesn't see it as achievable yeah because like it's so distant it's so much um parent i think is totally reasonable but at the same time then are they going to use that as like cannon fodder to like kind of i don't want to say you don't the, the kid, kid. Yeah. yeah yeah like why can't you do this yet type of stuff it um, could be that that could be part of the delivery at the same time it creates for that same type of parent it might create a reality around Yo, That's, this is what your kid's capable of mm-hmm. based off this stuff and can be more a reality check. But That's where it's like using that and then testing the kid within the first week and just saying, having a report. This is where your kid's currently at. You know, your kid's in eighth grade. These are the numbers he's currently at. This is what is going to be needed over the next three to six months. And then subsequently from that point, we'll do another evaluation. And then over the next four years, you're going to get constantly and updated and it's never these numbers here aren't going to change he's chasing these numbers and that creates urgency of you know first of all there's like that anticipation like man can i get there and then it's like the urgency is there's a timeline i gotta and that urgency is then pressurized and it's mainly for me to get the parents yeah to consistently get the kid out here because nine times out of ten when it comes down to a kid not showing up at the gym, nine times out of ten, it's the parents' fault. Oh, nine times for sure. It, it's never the kid wants to do the shit. He wants to do it. She wants to do it. Whoever. It's almost always the parents because they don't see. They don't see that immediate gratification. They don't yeah. see that that first value of. They don't see that little Johnny just jumped on a higher box. They, yeah, little Johnny just dumbbell benched the forties for the first time. Speaking of higher box, Reese jumped on a 24 inch box yesterday oh that's good and then immediately on his next set of box jumps whacked his hand into the box and started crying but he was outside by himself doing it so he had to come in and let everyone know he was crying and hurt his hand and i told this was like that probably too tough a dad i was like go back out there finish your set yeah you hit your hand you didn't break anything yeah you're okay (laughs) toughen up yeah (laughs) yeah so i i think it's like you know i mean using I, I would even to a point, you know, that's, I guess I, I can't really jump off of that. I was trying to look at it and go, you know, I'm looking oh, at my notes. Sorry here. about that. No, you no, no, talking no that, about that's the fine. box jump. So it was just like, oh, you got four more inches on them. I'm looking at it as, okay, we've got training. We got accountability. We've got recovery. I yeah. think as a gym, we have to set up very clear standards for training, well, very clear standards for accountability and very clear standards for recovery. So how much of that then too, I know where you thinking of accountability with the parent, like, when they come in and they lift, like the volume's a lot here in the system. Yeah. Especially when you're starting out. Like yeah. from and the kids like, I'm sore. Well, mom and dad, 
well, you're going in the next day. Like yeah. you're training again. Just spent this money on it. Yep. Liven up with it. I don't want to hear about you hitting your hand off the box and you yeah, crying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, well, actually, so that's a good example. Yeah. That's a good segue with this is that part of the account- accountability aspect that I've been thinking through is if we've got a system in place, dude, what do I do? Caitlin goes to me. You text every single thrower all day. Every single one that you train. All the ones on site, all the ones that you train outside, you're texting them, they're sending you training videos, you do a technical analysis. Yeah, from an educational standpoint too, that's like it's like an individual conference. Like every day. it's showing investment in them as a person and it's creating a relationship. So what I, I don't know if you're getting here, but what I'm hearing and what you're getting at or what Caitlin was getting at with you is your trainers need to form relationships with these clients. So Trevor has also pointed out like in the past, that's what I would do when I was at my parents' garage, when I was at the barn, I would text them when you coming in, don't forget, yo, I know you're going to be sore today, blah, blah, blah. So to the pain point of hitting the hand or the soreness, we need to have established a system. Like we know this kid's going to be sore the first day after a leg lift, yo, just so you know, make sure you do X, Y, and Z for mobility. Make sure you get enough protein. They get hit up. Okay. The next aspect. Okay. If, and my throwers know, because two of them, Taman and Legend, are my throwers. They know uh-huh. how often, even when I'm traveling, how often we'll text back and forth. So the next aspect is how can we establish, now this is part of the accountability aspect, a consistent touch point with the parents and kids together. Uh, to keep it kosher so that we're following guidelines and stuff. Yeah. You're texting the parents and the kids. You're being positive and you're addressing there's a specific pain point. You know, you're sore, whatever. Or maybe, hey, you know, in seasons, the season's coming up. Let's prepare for it this way. It's almost like a communication tracker or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, you can have a CRM set up to, to do that. Yeah. Now, they also create more connection to that to that athlete. Going back to your investment grows if you will yes like if you think about it like money right yeah. like i do my labor i get paid my money i put some invested here well i can invest my time in different ways too right like yeah. i can invest my time in research to know where to invest my money to make more type of stuff yep that's the same thing like all right i'm invested in this kid's growth yes so all right i can invest in one way tell them to do this lift so they grow but i can also invest in them as a person to start maybe teaching them some of these I don't like calling them soft skills, these power skills yeah. that are going to get you over the hurdles and the, the like more when it gets to the upper echelon of the, the competition, the, the little things that's going to make the, it's the, the difference. little shit. Yeah. And I think that that was one thing that Trevor, Caitlin have both said to me is like, what did you do at the, at the garage to get it to the point where it could go to the barn? What did you do at the barn? There'd be 30 kids in there. Lincoln would be crawling around on the turf floor. How did you manage that to get, that to grow to then be able to come to this place i can talk to like as just an old person who started training online you would text me every like and i wasn't one to send videos like i was just like tell me what to do i'm just gonna do it i also didn't have a phone that could have the memory you had i remember you'd be like oh i said how do you not have an iphone yet and you were like you just put like utilitarian (laughs) yeah (laughs) then when you got it i remember when you got an iphone it was like yo you're blue (laughs) yeah (laughs) um what should we call it though? You would just text me and just be like, yo, what music are you listening to? Like yeah, something yeah. just like, all just, right. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Just talk to him about something unrelated and yeah. just be like, go back and forth. It was almost like you, you could tell like, all right, he's spending five, eight minutes here. Yeah. And like, I don't know if a kid's necessarily going to just see certain things like that. And I was like, all right, cool. Talk about like sleep or something. Yeah. Goofy like that. Yeah. Yo, what are you doing? Make fun yo, of your, like, let me check in. And then that's part of developing the kid. Yeah, that's part of the training system. Part of the training system was that side of the accountability. And then you get into the micro setting of what's the accountability, you know, what's the framework look like or the formula. And I think that we have, you know, an established formula for the training session. Are you talking about the 5, 10, 15, 20 there? So, so get into that. I'm talking about you got seven minutes of a warm up. Okay. You got you got 12 to 15 minutes on the here's uh, the instructional plan technical coordination you got 15 to 20 minutes of absolute strength 
We got 10 to 12 minutes of hypertrophy work. We got five minutes of abs. Then you go on the back and you do 10 minutes of mobility before you go home. That's 69 minutes. So that 10 minutes of mobility, they go on the back. Then what my goal is, is to set up time that trainers don't leave the room until that session's done. Then they can go to the front. They can get a break. They can go take a leak. They can eat. You know, we have 30 minutes planned for them to have dinner. But we have that formula of how the session goes. Then that's the session. Now you mine even deeper. That's where you get into, okay, I know the workout based off of what the kid's goals are and what sport he's in. I know now there's I'm training five or six other kids. That's where the 5, 10, 15, right. 20 comes into play. You want to elaborate on that little yeah, so piece of information? Uh, nice little – it's essentially distance-related, right? Yeah, so if I'm spotting – okay, and it's – Earl's doing a dumbbell bench. Yeah. I'm spotting him. And it, I'm five feet from him. I'm right there. I'm spotting him. I have to be spotting him. Okay. Somebody who's 10 feet from, from Earl, I'm giving. So I'm spotting this person, giving them actions like, you know, press, drive those elbows, whatever. And your eyes are. Yeah. And I. Not, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 10 feet away. Yo, make sure you're really stable when you're hitting that single leg squat. There's a kid 10 feet away. You give him a little bit of a cue. Give her a cue like. Yo, j use your arms a little bit more while you're jumping up on the box, while you're spotting this kid. So five feet here, 10 feet over there. Kids, 15 feet who's also in your group. Yo, Rachel, make sure you put the, yo, go put the, the rope on the tricep push down. They get a directive, okay? And then the 20, the guy who's 20 feet away or the chick who's 20 feet away, you're making eye contact with. And you're seeing that they see you. So it's boom, 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 boom. And it's just a cycle. Boom, 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 boom. And it and you go through this, and that's fitting into that formula of 7, 12 to 15, 15 to 20, 10 to 12, 10. Yeah, and those numbers can cross over. And then the, the coaches, based off of where they're at in the formula, okay, now they're getting all the hypertrophy stuff. They, they're doing buys and tries, or they're doing abs. I can push and I can have like a now's when I can like ease back a you little bit. You can get bit. into that 15 range almost yeah, like I, yeah, almost for the rest of it. I can back off a little bit. I can get a drink. I can I can I can come over, grab a snack and go yell at like do the technical coordination. You got to hang out around 10. Like you can't get yeah. in on that 5. Like it, you're not spotting those yeah, movements. Sorry. Right, right. Absolute strength comes along. You, you're you all do. up in the 5. Like right. that's where you're at. So yeah, exactly. So that there's there's and maybe it I don't know if it's the micro, the micro, micro formula. The nano. Yeah, the nano. <laughs> the nano formula is the 5, 10, 15, 20. And the micro formula is that this the periods. And then the, you know, the the plan systems within systems. Right, right. And and so to me, it's like, okay, then they go do their mobility. And then while they're doing their mobility, and this is where I want to get it even deeper, is like, okay, actually go back to the warm-ups. During the warm-ups. I want them being. It's hit. almost like bookends of mobility type of stuff. The ones right. making sure it's good to go. The other ones making sure you, you maintain what you just had. Right, right. The verbal stuff during the first seven minutes is geared around their goals and geared around the purpose. Like, all right, like I kept thinking through when the when the wrestlers cuts down. It's all the motivational in. stuff. In yeah, the beginning. yeah. Yo, you guys want to win an All American? Like, you want to be an All American? Like, let's go. Like, we gotta make sure we get yeah. a good warm up going. This is what we're gonna do when we get on the platform. Now you're reminding them why why they're there, the purpose of why they're there. Then during the yeah, it's, it's the build up, it's the challenge. Yep. Then the then the specifics come in when you're doing a technical coordination or an absolute strength. Like, dude, this is stuff. Like, hey, we're doing rope climbs. Think about a wrestler. We're doing rope climbs. Like, think about when you get into a heavy collar tie. You want to be heavy on the head, or you're hitting a knee pick real quick. That's where these rope climbs are going to come into play. So now you have a specific exercise transfer that you're explaining during this period of the formula. I, I started to go back through and literally re-engineer these training sessions yeah. that I'd have with like Nicholas and those like role guys. playing them. Yeah. And being like, this is how I'd set it up. And I would also, I would once a week, I'd let them play whatever music they wanted. And if they got out of hand, I'd, I'd yell. Yeah. But they knew that there was like a, a leash and they could play with that leash What's with the, the music. What's the word you use for that? Your disruptor and your stabilizer, yeah, right? Like yeah. I, I within knew. your group, you have the disruptor or the stabilizer. Yeah. Who, Who's who going to get they? people off task? Who's going to keep people on task? Right. And I guess one of the problems you run into with the stabilizers is sometimes they're not as vocal. 
Yeah, so they just sort of just do their thing. Yeah, they're just like, I can do it no matter what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's it's more there's a magnetism to what they do. Right, is what right. ends up happening. Right. Um, and where the disruptor, like, you gotta almost keep them entertained. Yeah, to a point. Like, they're need- keep them engaged. You're a five ten almost constantly with them, and you're also telling them like, and you're almost always doing yeah. either contrast or. Or a core exercise with absolute strength, yeah. almost always, because you have to keep them go like going. Yeah, you can't going. keep them that like they can't have that time in between to go and get into the mischief. So, can we go back to the end real quick? Yeah, yeah. How yeah. you're talking about the warm up and the mobility at the end? Yeah. And you were saying with the warm ups, like here's your goals. Here I'm building you up. Um, with the end, and you could tell me if I'm totally off base here. I feel like you almost have to, like. I don't want to say a grow and glow. Like it has to be almost all glow in the beginning. And also too, until you have a, uh, an understanding of their athlete reactive analysis. Yeah. Too. That's where you just got to be. Because you know, if I'm dealing with a social athlete and I start hammering them on what they need to improve, back. right? Like, yeah, you're no, I'd say the first three to six months you're like, yo dude, look, I know you pissed me off. And this is where I would say like, dude, even when I would rage on Cameron Stewart is, you know, he plays at Rutgers right now. He was my number one ranked disruptor of all time. Like no, he, he was, wears the crown. He wears the crown, <laughs> and he would probably if 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 we would ask him who that that person is, he would be like me. Yeah. You know, he'd be proud of it. Hand up. Yeah. So like the the thing that's funny about that is even even him. You know, and this is I use use this example where I would have him do things like weird things like back squat every day, like do a different different style just to give him more attention because that's what he wants that's why he disrupts he just yeah. wants attention and and negative or positive yeah it doesn't attention. matter and and i think that going to your comment about the end of a training session that's when you can sort of check out and relax because you know another group's going to come in and the other thing is is that at that point that's where you can go up to cameron he's, he's chilling out he's like man my forearms are swelled up or whatever my abs are killing me it's like, yo, dude, like, you annoy the, and this is how I would deliver it. Dude, you're so annoying, but that back squat set of five was legit. You know, yeah. you, you killed that. Yo, I wanted to punch you in the face, but when you hit that incline for 225 for 12 reps. And you're like, saying it with a smile, like, yeah, you're my best yeah. friend. Too. It's like, <laughs> oh, shit, and that's how you deal with them. And it's like, what I've never done is laid that out on paper and taken that and been like, that's what I do. I have those things internally yeah. like choreographed in systems upon systems in my in my brain and and in in the room and someone like DJ has always just sort of like that's what he grew up in and it's like it's the mirror neurons working right for him <laughs> whereas I've never laid it out so clearly with formula to cue to time to to exercise even yeah well let's think about it you have your three were the three P's the first one there? Yeah. Right. So the three P's are setting it all up. Yeah. That's the like the we'll say that's P. the macro yep. of it. And from there it goes into like the sixty nine minute time frame. Yep. Which is essentially like an organization factor for exercises and how things are gonna flow. And during that time frame, there's gotta be touch points around training and accountability. Yeah. And within that, there's the 5, 10, 15, 20 yep. as how you're operating from like well, a... Well, above that would be this... this. Okay, no, you already said this. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Within, Sorry. Like, within that, that's sort of like your working framework to know like I'm either spotting, I'm giving a cue, or I have eyes on something, or I'm giving like a direction to go do something yes. with it. Yes, yep. And then at the, the nano point of that, I'm dealing with like sort of add five pounds on the bar yeah um am i fault am i going right with this or maybe i already got to the nano it's with like the communication that comes at the the bookends yeah and then when no one's here either too yeah yeah like and yeah because then when no one's i mean when no one's here yeah then it's yo we gotta hit these kids up yeah i'm texting them i'm gonna give them every resource and i kept thinking through this like when like lincoln's 12 now he's in sixth grade after this year, he's there's no there's no playtime in the gym. Like, dude, you come to me and you tell me you want to go. Let's just say Lincoln wants to play football at Penn State. Let's say he wants to to go be a, a collegiate shot putter. Seventh grade, 
that's when everything changes. Like, yeah. this is not playtime anymore. You don't get to just come in because you're going to give kid. him three years of doing like multiple. Sp- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he'll, he'll keep Do you doing- have a plan when he has to go? Like, all right, you, you choose Basically, one now. ninth grade is when he'll be going to two. Okay. And then after that, I think he'll be fine playing two until college. Um, but the, the big discussion then is if I bring, if I brought Lincoln in here, what's everything that I would want? And, and I go through, okay. I need recovery. I want to have him, somebody talk to him about sleep. I want somebody to talk to him about nutrition. I want somebody to talk to him about mobility. I want somebody to talk to him about caffeine. I want somebody to talk to him about everything. I can just tell you from a nutrition, it's very easy to hit your protein macros when you do three <laughs> shakes a day. Yeah, three shakes a day with two scoops. <laughs> with two scoops. <laughs> yeah. And like that's what's funny is like you so, – so Lincoln, when he first started playing football, his back hurt him a little bit, okay? Well, Making some contact. Yeah, he's making contact. He's it's getting tough folded. too leaning in on yeah. people and just be like, oh, I'm back. So so he's figuring this out. You know out. what you should have him do? Start wearing a backpack to school and put all the books in it. <laughs> Tell him you can't use your locker. It's a ruck every day. Every day. <laughs> so the the biggest thing with that was that, okay, Lincoln, I need you to do these stretches. Dude, he did them every night. Now, he did them when, when Caitlin said it, not when I said it. So that's my first lesson is like, I am only going to train him on like the two main lifts and then I'm out. I'm not yeah. going to, I'm not going to be his main guy. More delivery on that. But she does like yoga routinely. Yeah, so yeah. he's probably more used to seeing. He sees her do, do it and, and, yeah. and he gets it. So then that, that aspect is if that's what I want for my kid, why am I not providing that for my clients here? Right. And then I'm going through and I'm going, I want the the even the intakes. I have a really close friend that I mean they, they do pay me, but they're from New Jersey. Kid kids savage wrestler, one of the best shot putters in the country and one of the best football players in the country. He's number four ranked heavyweight in Jersey right now and might win the state title there. He's legit. Which heavyweight. one? Don't they give out like No, multiple? they only have one for wrestling. Oh, they have multiple for the for other football, so, yeah. yeah. Good job, Jersey. Yeah, so so the mom was asking me and I said, look, this is what you need to do. You guys as parents, they're separate, separated. You guys need to sit down and you need to put the heat on Ben. I probably shouldn't. You need to put the heat on him. On the kid, Jason. And, yeah. And <laughs> say, say, look, what are your goals? 10 years from now, where do you want to be? Cause he's 17. Now's the real time that you can have this discussion with him. Yeah. Where, best case scenario, 10 years. What do you want? Now you lay that out. I sent that to her. Built out, answered all the questions. This is what I would do. And I'm going, that's our intake right there. Like parents, kid, middle school, they can hit us up. Here's your intake survey. How serious are you? And if you just want to get moving, that's also fantastic. Yeah. Now, high school kids, maybe it's a little bit more intense. But now we have those goals as they come in the door and we know where they need to be and the mindset that they're going to be in. And also if they're new and like the kid, that kid that came in, like, my biggest fear is that that kid who's 12 years old that we talked about in the beginning, he comes in, he shits his pants, and he's like, I'm out of here. And then all yeah. of a sudden, that kid could have been one of the kids who was the next Nick Singleton, you know, yeah. because we just let him go. From a personality standpoint. like Yeah, just because yeah. one day we screwed up. On the one day we missed the, the opportunity, and he missed the opportunity, but it's our fault because we didn't set up the system around preventing anyone from falling through. I like that. Tighten up your net. More yeah. lines between it, so nothing. the whole way through. So that's where we're at with the business right now, with the on-site, and where we're trying to hire somebody with customer success too to play a major role in that, and to get the guys and Izzy fully bought in to how are we going to be doing this, and then and then tying and and tying that into their success too. Like, like look, we want to we want to build this culture to a mega level. Like, oh yeah. And and if we can build it on site, we can build it anywhere. That's oh, my argument. Nah, agreed completely too. And the wider the net cast too, you yeah. know, you're gonna get yeah. you're gonna get a lot of creme de la creme coming around being like, Hey Can I see what's yeah, I yeah. wanna train. Yeah, so that's like that was the thing. Or even wanting to train other people. So I think well. what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna have training, accountability, recovery. I'm gonna have all those things. That's like the the intro T R P Train uh, tar tar it'd be tar. the tar framework. Yeah. So you got the tar framework. Isn't that a movie now too? I don't know. I believe it's a movie. That would be the top down framework. The triple P framework is how you set up the the, the session. Yeah, the PPP <laughs> is how you set up the session. 
Then you get the formulas. The, the 69 minutes. Yep. And yeah. The that, 5, 10, 15, 20. Exactly. And then that those get associated with cues as yep. well. And you have the bookends. Then you have the bookend Build discussion. Yeah. And then you even, then yeah, then you have the accountability outside the gym. Yeah. Yo, we're going to coach you all the time. Build a relationship yeah. with people. We're going to coach you constantly. Dude, I could show you right now. It helps so much. In my phone, like I've got, I probably have gotten more texts while I'm here. Okay, I just got nine. I have Mo, Yaime, Nick Aranius, uh, Noah, oh, yeah. Nick Curtis, Jeez. Maria, Sam, That's, Rachel. This is why I don't text Dane. I just send it over Vox. It might get through the. It's like, <laughs> if I can do that with four kids in the company and, and all that shit, yeah. we can do it. It's almost like two from a company organizational point. Is like looking at everyone who has a membership. Do you have a car alarm? Because there's a car going off right now. Earl's. That's not me. Okay. But we'll go ahead. Yeah, it's not me. Maybe it was. Yo, that might have been you. <laughs> you lock your doors here? No. I just, it's natural. Yeah, yeah. I always make fun of Probably guys not. when they park there and they lock. I'm like, yeah, better make sure you lock it. Well, Somebody's going to steal your stuff. You want to talk about <laughs> stuff not getting stolen, but one time I did end up with someone's shot and they're throwing shoes oh, in yeah, my that car. That was weird, yeah. And yeah. I was like, how did this happen? See, what is going on? And it was the exact same car. You drove the exact yeah. same car as Kylie. And then I brought it. I came yeah, back. That's and, I, funny. and I I was like, yo, this was just in my car. Whose yeah. is this? That's funny. I remember that. And they yeah. were like, oh, so I was looking for it. I was like, well, maybe I should start locking my doors so someone doesn't <laughs> accidentally put their stuff in my car. Yeah. <laughs> so my goal with this is meeting with DJ and then meeting with all the trainers and giving them a, a in-person education, but then constantly just going back to it. Like, guys, this is what we're expecting. This is what we're trying to get done. Oh, should we do a, an either or? Yeah, let's go. go off of this. All right, man, we made good time on this one. Um, I think I should also throw in this one was completely just like off the cuff. Okay, <laughs> let's go. No, not the either or. Uh, I actually have this stuff. Oh, the discussion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you came in prepped well i'll partially because after i did that the summit that sparked more thought and then now well, I've, been, I've just it. been thinking about it and it's like for us to grow on site to where I you think know we should speaking be. of that too i think that's going to help with the revisions and edits in the yeah. one chapter around yes. the group training too. 100%. this conversation yeah. like all that stuff there too man so much more to write yet keep yeah. on the lookout yeah geez Even, well yeah, not so gotta, much more what am i talking about there's you guys gonna be like, ready for the next book coming out yeah there's already 40,000 words. Caitlin's been tearing it up too on the revisions. <laughs> what does this edits. mean? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Caitlin's voice. I don't read it that's like that. That's how I read it. <laughs> oh, no. I don't. Yeah. You all. read it like she's probably like, well, what does this mean? That's how she actually is. But yeah. mine is like, what are, you, what are you judging me? Yeah. No, not at all. I'm just like, all right. Makes sense. Stop using passive voice. Let's go, Kunkel. <laughs> <laughs> and what's crazy too, and this is when I was a young kid and I'd be like, hey, mom, read this. She's like, you use too much passive voice. And it's yeah. like, here I am an adult. Yeah, same thing. Same thing. Yep. Can't learn. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. Overrated, underrated. Copenhagen planks. You can say it. You can say it. I, I know you want to say it. <laughs> I mean, just the standard Copenhagen plank is overrated. overrated. Uh, yeah, overrated. that's what I knew yeah. you would do. Yeah. I was gonna be like Dane's, like you have to do it like with this twist. <laughs> yeah, which yes. check out some video. Yeah, at some point yeah, we've got a lot. I get that twist. Yeah. All right. One arm planks, overrated, underrated. Mm. Have you ever tried a one? I've arm screwed around with them. I, I I would just say I would overrate them simply Ooh. because, I, dude. Honestly, the, I think the the blue collar carry what I did today oh. was was. Would you like be that one. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah. The only thing I like about one arm planks is you will cheat. Yeah. You'll like lift the hip up to balance. Yeah. And you can make it exponentially harder. And I'm not saying it's an overrated, underrated, just by trying to throw that hip down and right. hold it flat. Right, right. Um but yeah, those blue collar carries are yeah, something they're else. Huh? They're good. All right. Overrated, underrated. This one's silly. Push ups underrated <laughs> underrated it's the it's the easiest fastest exercise i get tr trashed 
literally just thrown in the garbage dumpster by social media because you guys are offended because I'm telling you to go do 50 clap push-ups every night. And all you guys that talk all the trash and whine and complain, just try it for six to eight weeks and shut your face. Just do it because you'll have the swollest triceps and you finally will fit into your medium Abercrombie and Fitch pop collar pink t-shirts. And I also want to challenge polos. I bet there's more. Just do the push-ups. Kids here, not even adults, who bench press 315 pounds. Yeah, it's like, come on, dude. Come to our gym gym. and see. And like, Like, it doesn't come out of nowhere. And like, yeah, obvious. And we do comment all the time. Like, this isn't all that's done. Yeah, there's other things we are doing. It's one of the tools. Anyway, all right, yeah, either a major or. tool. And I, I don't expect you to know this answer at all, but okay. I still want you to just say based off names. Um, harder Bloodborne DLC boss. Lawrence, the first vicar, or the orphan of Koss? Orphan of Koss. All right. <laughs> Yo, by the way, last week when we did the dark side, yeah, uh, it was funny because that book, the or so the book that I read to Sanderson that night was... Um, Batman got, or no, um, Superman got controlled by Darkseid, and Darkseid is man started to like destroy the city, and Batman and Wonder Woman had to come, and she had to wrap the ring around him, and Batman had to like finish the job to get him out of the spell that Darkseid put him in. And it just so happened it was literally the same night. How about that? So I did want to say I that. Should, yeah. Like, like you'd probably I don't miss the Mister Miracle one. That's I, like I wouldn't. I don't think we. You have. don't need to read anything. Like you can just read that one solo okay. with it. I think you would have to read it though before you would share it with them. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. So they have like the kids graphic yeah. novel version, but it's like Dark Side's awesome. Yeah. All right. I'm so glad you said the Orphan of Cos, even though for me as a Bloodborne player. I struggle more with Lawrence. Okay. Fighting him just like New Game Plus 7. Um, the Orphan of Cost, I think, because I had lost to him so many times and like you have to beat him to beat the DLC, yeah. where Lawrence is an optional boss, I got better at fighting the Orphan of Cost. And he's just like internet like famous. Okay. I'm like, okay. What's a really hard boss? Orphan of Cost. The Orphan of Cost. All right. Audience questions. Discord. This one's from Rage, and I kind of think this one's a little. Um, you know who Ragin is. Yeah. yeah. He just hit 415 for a triple back squat. Dude, he's strong, yeah. Yeah, I was like, whoa. He was just bitching at me that he wants in his new program that he doesn't want back-to-back heavy days. I was like, dude, you're lifting you well. 415-pound back yeah. squat for a triple, right. and it looked like you could have hit it for seven. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What does Dane plan on doing with running? Half marathon, marathon, triathlon in the future? Or is it a means of being healthy and mobile at his age? Uh, so this would be my first thing is I want to run a marathon, which is going to be, uh, and I really think that that You're run, there though, aren't you? Like the, the run I did last weekend gave me way more confidence than I ever would have thought. Like, dude, I finished it and I felt like I could have went another five miles. Dude, that's awesome. And and I I did a good job planning the night before. I ate well. I did a great job the next morning. This Saturday, I'm going to go out a little bit earlier because I want to try and see if I can get like another three or four miles out of it. I ran a, a double cycle, like a double circuit near my house. It's pretty hilly too. Um, and I, I, I know the routes so well, the different routes I can take to add miles. Um and the ironic part is the Philly marathon, the one I want to do is flat. So I think that I, that's going to be my first step. I've actually spent so much time running now that I feel like I'm getting much clearer on my vision for business. And today when I was running, this is an ironic thing. <laughs> I've sort of been doing Spanish, you know, for about 440 days now is actually my streak on Duolingo. And I've been doing it like off and on intense or not intense and Lately, I've been like just sort of just doing it, but paying a little bit more attention because Duolingo did this upgrade in their app to teach you more about it. And I was like, well, what if I just keep running and working on my my stride and, and working on my after Philly and I keep just improving. But I set a goal like for six months, I'm only going to listen to Spanish lessons while I'm running because I've listened to so much business stuff that yeah. I either listen to business stuff or I put on music. And I usually only put on music like the last mile. So I'm like, 
what if I set a goal that I'm going to go really hard on Spanish education while I'm running and I that's going to expedite my process of learning the language. It definitely will. So I think I, I'm not committed to it, but I planted the seed inside my... Now you got to cultivate it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, I, and I think that's like the way I want to go. I want to see how the marathon goes. I'm not getting ahead of myself, but I... When is the the Philly one? It's like the end of November, and I and so I, I want to get. You, is there a registration by? Already, already, already registered. Oh, okay. You're I want to go, man. I want to try to get three more runs, and one of those runs I want to be over twenty. Uh, you're you've already hit over eighteen, right? No, I went fifteen sixty, and I'm pretty sure I went over sixteen because my Apple Watch kept I kept rubbing it when I was running because it was so oh, wet. Oh, so it paused and, yeah. and stuff like I that. Mi- I missed at least like nine to 10 minutes, which is a, was usually a mile. Yeah. And so for me, the other thing was on Saturday when I ran, dude, it was pouring the whole time. So I'm, I'm confident that right now I'm like, dude, I, th- I think I could do a 20 miler right now. You're going to slay it. So we'll you see. Got, you still got a month yet to add. Yeah. No, you got it, man. You're good. And the next day I ran five miles at like an 11 minute pace just cause I want to do like an active recovery. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that's crazy. That was easy. You got it. Yeah. I'm going to be so proud of you. Shut up. Maybe I'll make you a cake. <laughs> and then I, you can I start like, squatting again then, yeah, too. Then I will have to start squatting. Yeah. But yeah, that's my thoughts. All right. This one's from Discord, too. Should we bring up the... Is this the point where I bring up how there's over 1,000 people in yeah, the Discord Yeah, we have way now? over 1,000. You guys got to get in there because it's only going to keep growing. And how awesome Jason has done with it. Yeah, that's... Yeah, exactly. With all his growing pains, <laughs> he was colicky when we started. Let's just put it colicky. All the moms out there will get that one, <laughs> yeah. or any stay-at-home dads or yeah. whatever. Oh yeah, man! That's funny. All right, this is from Joni. Hey, Joni, put it all behind you. <laughs> you listen to Sonic Youth? No. All right, whatever. <laughs> um, what kind of cooldown do you do after hard sprint training, sprint endurance training? Ooh. After hard sprint training, honestly, I would just I would you know we used to do hill sprints, and I would go back and. I'd spend like 15 minutes to try and get my heart rate down. And then I would just do like 10 to 15 minutes of static stretching. How long do you think it would take you now if you went and did sprints to get your heart two rate minutes, down? Two yeah. minutes. Yeah. I was actually, I ran the hill yesterday here that we used to run uh, for sprints. And I ran on it to get here. And I have noticed I am a little slower from all the running I'm doing. Yeah. But I'm stronger when I'm running. And I was like, dude, it would be that that's also the, another thing I want to add into my next training block. If I do another marathon or whatever I, my goals are, I don't know yet. I want to add in a day of sprinting at like moderate intensity. Yeah. You want to see how you can like, just cause it. I think I, I could decrease my, I my told you about pace. that one silly thing I did on my like intensity cardio. Day. Yeah. 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 I that would, something like that. It was like, all right, because I can't sprint sprint for like two minutes, a minute. But I well, can my thought was run fast doing like one week like that. And then one week either at the track or the hill and doing like 30 second goes. Yeah. And I think that that would drop my my I would like to get my miles per minute down to like 830 to nine minutes for a longer run. Have you tried just a mile yet? Not not yet. But so I, like I will tell you that burn my, the, and my, see what you can do. My fastest non like on a four miler. I accidentally ran like an 841. And I was like blown away that I accidentally did that because I was and I, I almost stopped. I was like, why are you doing this? Why are you running so fast? And I, I had like a you know, like a half mile left. And I was like, no, just yeah. keep going, dude. Just keep running nah. hard. So I, I haven't done it, but I, I am interested in that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, that's all. That's what we got. All right. So. Use that if you guys train in, in a, a group setting. Try and use that formula that we just did. We're or you have trainers too that yeah. you need to like yeah. coach up and get yeah. there. Yeah, what use to that do. to your advantage. If you and also stay tuned, peak strength. We're going to be adding training in this situ- situation on the back end, and stay tuned to our football book coming yeah. out soon. And I just want to add those concepts, even though they're directed at football, can you use them anywhere, yeah, it, anywhere, anywhere, dude. Yeah. Until next time, peace. Later.